It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Et bonsoir. I'm happy to be with you on that late cold night as I am in the Midwest. I want to start straight with an answer. A friend of mine had a, a girlfriend uh, who, um, after about 18 months together, those two separated. They're in their early 20s. And um, I guess she didn't want to hear that. So start the stalking, start the excitement, start, you know, everybody. And I told him what to do. I said, when that happens, you know, respect the pain, but don't answer. And whether you're a woman, a man, whoever you are, if somebody's going obsessive about you, stalking you and a bit crazy, don't answer provocation, block, block, block. That's the only thing that helps the person to calm down. And that's what I told him. So if that ever happens to you, remember that. It has happened to me in the past. Block, block, block. That helps everybody. You calls and you questions are next. Bonjour, Sarah. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sarah. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I'm hoping you can give me some advice about my boyfriend and my ex. I, <laughs> I'm divorced. I have two kids that I share with my ex. Um, we have joint custody. And um, every time we do the handoff and my boyfriend is, at my house, he gets so just competitive or cranky, and it, it just seems to take a, a while before things get back to normal. And I'm wondering if you have any, any advice on how I could just, you know, reassure him or something. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's like two alpha males just competing. It's ridiculous. How long you've been with this guy? Um, well, seriously, about a year now. Okay. Um, no progress, right? So since officially for a year, no progress. Still the tension and all that when there is the... Yeah, and everything, I feel because. like it's getting kind of worse. Uh-huh. Um, how's the ooh-la-la with this guy, the new guy? Um, <laughs> it's good as long as you don't see my ex. <laughs> and if you see your ex, how does that impact the romance? It just stops. It's almost like he gets mad at me. Yeah. It's just, yeah, not good. And now, how does that make you feel? I, I guess I feel a combination of kind of like angry, annoyed, and like, I mean, it, it, oh, I have so many feelings about this. I feel like he, A, a I've, I've already made my choice, right? I mean, there should right. be no competition here. It's, it's silly. It's like little mm -hmm. kids. And then B, I feel like, if anything, he should be like more, you know, at my side, I mean, and also, yes. I just feel like, how's this going to continue? Like, you know, this guy, I, we share children. Like, he's in my life I, I, as, as little as possible if I have anything to say about it. But, you know, he, he's going to be coming over. We are going to see each other. So, you know, yes. uh, anyway, I don't know what's complicated. Okay. So here's my advice. Mm -hmm. It's time to have the talk, and I want you to ask him, how does that make you feel? And I want to, you to hear how he feels, and then you're going to explain how you feel. And then you're going to say exactly what you said. It's the bottom line. It's what it is. My kids come first. So if you can't handle this, we can't be together. You're very straight. The law. No, oh. no I'm serious. Sarah, it's about you kids. I'm serious. Yeah. All right. So tell him this is about, not, it's not about another guy because you don't care about this ex. So tell him, I said, listen, I'm a mom first. Second, I'm a girlfriend. If you right. can't trust me, you can't stay with me. It's like, it's all or nothing, but you gotta trust me. If you don't trust me, we gotta end this right now. Because you cannot build a healthy relationship without solid trust. 
Right. Oh, I know you. All right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you right. so much. Have a good night. Thank you, Sal. Good night. Coming up, I am going to go answer Robin's Facebook message because she has a question, a kind of a self-improvement question when it comes to her relationship. So uh, her Facebook message is next. So I got a Facebook message from Robin who goes, Bonjour, Simon. Is there any way to make someone better in bed? Because my new guy is not good, <laughs> but I like everything else about him. Help. Good question, Robin. How do you make a new partner better in bed? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to tell you that next. So what should you do if your new partner sucks in bed? That's exactly what Robin is talking about in a Facebook message. Her new guy is not good at ooh la la, and uh, she likes him, but what can she do to make him better in bed? Now listen up, this is very important. It's divided by two. If you're a woman, and you got with a guy, and he's not really good, uh, we all have trigger points. Some are more dominant, some are more submissive, some are more wild. So you gotta find the trigger point. Don't tell him you suck in bed, <laughs> all right? That's, that's so if you're a woman, and it's about a guy, find the trigger points. Psychologically, emotionally, physically, once you've touched that, you're gonna wake up the beast. So be patient. All of us have a positioning in life when it comes to intimacy that you have to figure it out. It's not through conversations. It's by trying things out because the conversation is a dreary one to have. Don't talk, touch, kiss, evoke, caress. And as soon as you find out whatever turns on the new guy or the new woman, you'll see what happens. Fire. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Gretchen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gretchen. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I have a good relationship uh, with my boyfriend. Um, we're together for several years. We're very close. The problem is, I mean, he is very uh, caring and considerate and, and um, you know, patient most of the time, but we do still have a problem listening to each other. And especially when we're arguing, it's like we both say, well, you're not listening to me, and we're both waiting to break in and say what we want to say. And I just, I feel like, you know, why, why is this still so hard why are we not and then we both feel misunderstood okay and that's a classic i mean you know it's it's in, in the heat of the argument and we say things so i have a solution for you great um n no more heating arguments so one of you guys has something to say i want to raise i want you guys to each have a notebook and write down or an email write it down and take time to write it and instead of talking about it right up there, you know, just write each other how you feel about it. And after you read it the next day, just then talk about it. Because when we put it on paper, I've tried that myself, it allows us to put the argument, but when we reread it and we correct it, we say, oh, this is too much, I don't really feel like this. It kind of gives you a step back, right? And also it avoids the oral confrontation, talking to your face, talking over you, talking, all right? So, that's what I would do. Either write an email, write in your notebook, but I like the email better, and then when it's big arguments, and then you talk about it the next day. I like that idea. I'm just wondering about how to diffuse the feelings at the time, the frustrated feelings that they don't just go away. I mean, do we just go in separate rooms, or what if we're still feeling angry and frustrated? Then, uh, instead of using each other as, as, uh, as pillows or, or therapists, what the best is, honestly, is to take a walk, go outside, do anything separately for about... 30 to an hour to rethink it over, uh, vent at each other 
leaves scars, things we don't want to say stays, you know, regrets. So my advice yeah. is not to do that, but write emails, walk outside, delay the confrontation when you both come down, okay? Okay, yeah, I'll try that. Thank you. Anytime, Gretchen. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too, Simon. Coming up, uh, I'm going to go help Shannon, uh, who has a question about her relationship. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, 24-7, just, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll play it on air, just like for Shannon's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Shannon. Um, I love your show, and I have a question, which I think is a little different. Um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about a year and a half, and um, he's got this great co-parenting relationship with his ex-wife. And uh, I didn't actually meet her until recently at his son's birthday party. But, like, we got on gangbusters. We just sat there and chatted and chatted. And um, I was just wondering if it's weird that I kind of want to be friends with her or if that's just a bad idea. I don't know. What do you think? Thanks so much. I, I love the show, and I'm so looking forward to hearing what you think. Thank you, Shannon, for uh, your kind words and, and for your question. Yeah. Is it okay to become friends with your boyfriend's ex-wife? Um, I'll answer next. Do you think it's okay to become friends with your partner's ex-partner, right? So basically, in the case of Shannon, she wants to know if it's okay to be friends with her boyfriend's ex-wife. Uh, or is that weird? Here's my advice. I would say friends with distance. Don't be too close. Um, it's good to, I like friends. I like the friends vibes. I like the friendship vibes, but slowly, right? Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes it backfires. So follow your intuition. I would, I would keep a little distance. Don't talk anything about your relationship with his ex-wife ever. And if she starts to talk about him in the past, then you know you can't be close to her. That's the two red flags. I hope that helps you. You call the next. Bonjour, Lelaini. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lelani. So, um, I understand you have a beautiful story to share. Something happened back in Europe. Uh, what, what happened and where and how? My husband took me to Italy and rented a private gondola. And that was romantic in itself. Just us, not a tourist track. And this is pre-COVID, of course. I have to back that up. So, we had a very nice romantic gondola ride. But it ended at St. Mark's Square, where he proceeded to dance with me, slow dance in the middle of St. Mark's Square. Oh. And it was so, that wasn't even romantic enough. And then he said to me, you know, your father did this with your mother, and I thought you would enjoy it too. I, oh, my God. My heart melted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got to ask you, how did that make you feel? It still makes me feel wonderful to tell the story. Exactly, because San Marc is in Venezia, if you, if you don't know, uh, uh, this wonderful city full of rivers and, and, and boats and gondolas. So, so I know Place San Marc, do we say in French, and it, it's very romantic in itself, but he went to dancing, I mean, Leilani. I'm a bit jealous, I must tell you, I've, I'm kind of like missing that kind of vibe with all that pandemic, know. you know, I'm, I'm ready for that. I know, the pandemic is putting a damper on it. Maybe he'll dance with me in the kitchen today. Or maybe I'll initiate that based on this. That's what I'm gonna do. Yes, yes, a little Italian yeah. music would be nice. 
Yes, I agree. Thank you. And, an, and a nice quantity. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elani. Thank you, and uh, have a good night. Thank you. You too. Gee, I gotta go to that email because right now, tonight, there's urgent email from Catherine who's at her boyfriend's parents and something happened. She needs my help. So that is for sure coming up next. So listen, I just got this email tonight. It says urgent. My producer says urgent in red. Um, Catherine says, Bonjour Simon. My boyfriend's parents just caught us having ooh tonight and I'm mortified. We're still at their place and I've been hiding in his room. I know I'm going to have to see them in the morning, though. What do I do? Please help, help, help. Yes, what, what should you do if you be caught at your a partner's parents' house having ooh-la-la? Don't worry, I'll tell you what to do next. So this is an urgent question from Catherine because right now she emailed me from her boyfriend's parents' house. She was caught with him having ooh-la-la in his room. Doesn't know what to say in the morning. Here's my advice. Say nothing. Don't bring that conversation up unless they bring it up. If they bring it up, say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, of course. But listen, I'm a godfather. My, my goddaughter is mid-20s. If that would happen, I would not mention anything. You have to be really like almost immature to say something like this, you know. So I, I would not say anything. And if they say something, so I'm sorry. Otherwise, just don't mention it. That's my advice. Listen, it's not a shame when you're an adult to be caught at somebody's parents. I mean... That's my, that's my take. Maybe call me Frenchy on this one. I just, I don't think it's that bad. So don't worry about it and own it in the morning. Nothing bad. You call the next. Bonjour, Marie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marie. Um, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I, I, I'm a real estate agent, and there's been a, a man from work that I, another agent that I run into frequently. He does not work for my company, but he's been asking me out, and I really like this guy, and I know dating at work's a bad thing, but technically he's kind of my competitor since we don't work for the same company. I'm wondering if it's a good idea or not, or this is just terrible. I see. Um... What is, the, what, what is the plus and the minus? So give me the plus. If you date him, what are the good reasons of why you should give him a chance? I, well, I think we have a lot in common. I think, you know, if we ended up in a relationship together, then, you know, maybe we could start our own company together. There's a lot of benefits down the road. It looks good on paper. Um, I've seen a lot of realtors do it successfully. I just, I've just never done it. I see. And what's the downside? What's the, 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 the negatives of, of dating him? Uh, well, you know, uh, he comes after my market share. Um, y- you know, uh, any number of, of, like, interpersonal drama that, that could come up. You know, we're all on social media. It's a, they're small circles. People talk. Um, he could trash me with other agents. Or Good points. So if your best friend, if your best girlfriend asks you the same question, what would be your advice for her? Oh, Lord. I'd probably ask her how cute he was first. <laughs> and I'm asking you, is he a cute guy? Are you attracted to him? Is there some chemistry there? Yeah, he's smart. He's, he's attractive. He's, you know, in my line of work, so I kind of get him. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of pluses to that. It's just, you know, kind of scary. So listen, who doesn't dare doesn't live. Go for it. I love that you said that. I'm going to do it. I'm yes. going to do it. I'm going to call him right now. Oh, you, absolutely. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. We, on, we only have a one-way ticket, not a round trip, so I don't see such bad things. So good luck to you, Maria, with this, and enjoy that new relationship. Thank you, Simon.
You are welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Hey, quick question. Has your partner become more or less romantic during the pandemic? We'll talk about that next. Hey, has your partner become more or less romantic during the pandemic? So I posted that question on my social media. You voted massively. Thank you. 78% of you said less romantic uh, during the pandemic. 22% said more romantic. So it's not shocking. And we hear it every night on this show. It's very difficult to stay romantic when you're together all the time. Don't forget this little advice. When you can't take it inside, take it outside, take a drive, take a take a walk, do something, and um, outside is a universe full of possibilities if you do it safely. Thank you so much for listening, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.